0: Hey, this is Adam Torres, and I'm here to tell you that it has never been easier to start your very own podcast. At Mission Matters, our goal is to amplify stories that matter. That means we want to help you start your podcast because your story matters. We can do this in three different ways. One, join our podcast school and take a free or paid course. Two, visit our resources page where we've already figured out what you need, such as where to host your podcast. Or three, heck, we can even do everything for you through our podcast agency, including editing for cheaper than you can do in-house oh and no contract services month to month get started by heading over to missionmatters.com and click on start a podcast all right now let's get into the show All right. So today I have Rachel Knoll on the line. She's founder over at RN Marketing Collective and she's host at the Poems for People podcast and also a published poet and an English professor. Rachel, welcome to the show. Hey, Adam.
1: Thank you so much for having me today. I'm, I'm really excited to chat with you.
0: All right. So hey, I'm excited about this amazing topic that you chose today. So turning creative passions into businesses, a lot of business owners, entrepreneurs and executives listening to this right now, and uh, many of them would like to do just that. Uh, But before we get into that, I do want to go a little bit further into your business. So tell us a little bit more about what you're doing over at RN Marketing Collective, please.
1: Awesome. Um, At RM Marketing Collective, we serve exclusively creative entrepreneurs. Um, We provide them with business solutions, SEO, content marketing, um, also podcast consultations, branding, um, kind of, you know, an, an A to Z marketing agency specifically for those creative individuals.
0: That's awesome. And at the end of this, mm-hmm. I'm going to give you a um an opportunity to leave a website or social or wherever you want to direct that traffic. But I do want to make sure that the right um types of individuals um, um reach out. So I know you mentioned creative, but what, what are the right types of businesses and or niches that you like working with um in turn in that field?
1: Oh, there's so many. Um let's uh am gonna start with, you know, writers, um, mm-hmm. podcasters. Um business owners with uh, kind of unique products, maybe like brick and mortar in terms of whether it's, you know, sustainability, refill shops. I work with restaurant owners. I work with real estate agents, just people who have to use their skills and knowledge, you know, in creative ways is really a passion that I have. And then I get to take, you know, as an organization, we take the, um, the marketing approach to that and help them grow their businesses.
0: Fantastic, and I think that's a great transition. So let's let's dive into today's topic. So turning creative passions into businesses—I'll uh, tell you that that that's the dream for many. Where do you want to start this topic? It's a big one.
1: Oh, uh, I want to start with I've been there, and I realized that this was an incredible problem. Um, I moved out to Denver a few years ago. I was teaching high school students, and I realized that I I, I anticipated that I would have time to work on you know kind of my creative projects. I'm a writer. And I realized I didn't have that time. So uh, despite my parents' best advice, I quit my teaching job (laughs) um, after they offered to pay for a master's. Uh, So that was tough. Um, Mm. Then I I started marketing myself as a freelance writer um, and then, you know, working on, you know, the more creative side of writing. And I realized that there weren't a ton of resources for creatives out there. You, You kind of end up having a few choices. You feel like you're in a space where, there's so much information and you don't know where to start or you mm-hmm. feel like you have to spend thousands and thousands of dollars a month to get someone to do it for you. And there's really no in between. And I feel like as I, that that's really not advantageous to entrepreneurial creative growth, right, um, when you're kind of put in those two categories.
0: So I, I, I love what you're doing. It makes so much sense. And you're right, by the way. Like, I completely yeah. agree. Like, there's not, that other side doesn't fit. And so I think our creatives get, get left out a lot of times. On, on oh, certain they do. Things. And, they don't, and they don't get to really, whether it's their product, their idea, or other things. Like, a lot of good things die because they don't have that little extra thing exactly. that you provide.
1: Exactly. And, and you know, it's such a shame, too, because I, I really believe that it's these creative people in these creative businesses that they really change communities for the better. Um I think when people get to live their best creative selves, that that comes out in so many ways and to know that there are so many people out there with all these passions and ideas and then they feel like it's inaccessible because they don't have 10,000 dollars a month to spend on marketing. Like to me that's a shame. Um so so really I through the years you know I've grown a freelance business, uh, I worked in marketing and and now I started this company and my goal is really to kind of, you know, hey, I get it. I know exactly where you've been. I understand your frustrations. And, you know, how can my company provide you with some, like, really tangible solutions? And not just solutions, but I want to help teach creative entrepreneurs how to do things themselves. So a lot of what we do is educational. Um, I provide a lot of trainings, a lot of educational resources, just so, I mean, as a business owner, too, you want to feel empowered and you want to learn more about the marketing of your business. And to me, that's really important.
0: It's awesome, and uh, and again, I, th- I think it's great what you're doing. So what are the, um, and, and I know this is going to vary, right, from person to mm-hmm. person. Now you've been in the business a long time, but I do know certain themes tend to arise over time. What do mm-hmm. you think are some of those, like, just common themes that, that keep many of our creatives out there from creating their passion into a business, like from finally making it into something that they can sustain their life with?
1: Well, I think, first of all, there's a lot of risk. Uh, you know, whether whether you whether you consider yourself a creative entrepreneur or just a business owner, there's a lot of risk when it comes to starting your own business. And and especially, you know, and I and I get that risk. I'm, I don't have kids yet. um, So I didn't have to think about, you know, supporting my family as I went through that transition. But I know that a lot of business owners do experience that, you know, they're thinking about their livelihood. And I think it's so important to know. You know, any any business owners out there, it's so important to know that you don't have to just jump right in and and feel suffocated and frustrated. You can. There are some like really small baby steps that you can take that just, you know, they protect the infrastructure of your business. But they also just give you a huge sense of a peace of mind. So a lot of things you can do before, you know, jumping in head first and feeling like you're risking everything.
0: And so let's just say that there's some creatives right now that are listening, and they're <laughs> and they're thinking to themselves, they're like, you know, what Rachel says makes a lot of sense, and I know I need to do some things. And just to be upfront, I'm a low hanging fruit guy, Rachel. If I could do something today, I want to do it now. If I can't do it, I'm like, ah. Oh. Oh It's oh, yeah. gonna be more work. It's gonna. What, what's some low hanging fruit? And again, it's not one piece of advice or anything like that, but just some things that are, are somewhere that, somewhere that maybe some some of our creatives out there should start thinking about or or putting their attention towards to start making that change today. Like, what's the that's that low hanging fruit that they're like? Ah, oh, you could probably do this and this, and just and to start getting you on the right path.
1: Oh, the first thing I always and I can't I can't stress this enough. People have these ideas and they're like, okay, I'm gonna start this company or I want to make money, you know, in book sales, whatever it is, you need a website. And websites right now, I mean, um, as a marketing professional, I always recommend WordPress websites, but I understand that those can, you know, come with, you know, some complications.
0: No, time, do it. No, I have to cut you, you know off what? there. Do it. Everyone listening, I started with the Wix site. I love Wix. Let me tell you something. The brand grew. Everything was good. The, the cost difference wasn't much. It was just that I was lazy in the beginning. I didn't want to take an extra weekend out of my busy life but whatever. Mm-hmm. That's what, that's what, I'm doing that with parentheses, right? Air parentheses. Okay. My busy life. Um, To learn how to do it or, or to get somebody else to do it or something else. Like start off with WordPress because it's going to suck when you have to go and like switch everything because your business is exactly. big. And then you're like, and then you don't get you're, you're the traffic, all the other things. It's like, it's the difference between um, owning a home and renting it. Like if you're a home, yeah. you're, you're going to rent it. And guess what? If you rent it, you're never going to build an asset and you're not going to get traffic. And I don't know why or how. I'm not, sorry, I had to do that because you no, were being please. nice. And I'm trying to keep people because you're a little bit nicer. That you're trying to be nice. And I'm like, no, don't do it. I made that mistake for years. Yeah. And then I made the change. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, we have all this traffic. We have all these people. Our brand's blowing up. How'd that happen? Yeah. Because I wasn't on that silly Wix site. Right? Sorry, Wix. No, yeah. I, thank you for all those good years in the beginning. I appreciate it. But I'm just saying, like, sorry, go ahead, Rachel. <laughs> I had to do <laughs> no, it. Well,
1: no, I mean, it's real. Word, WordPress optimizes for, you know, searchability. And those are things that, um, you know, websites like Wix and Squarespace, they just don't offer. But the, really the one thing that you can do to, like, get yourself going and, you know, kind of light a fire under your butt, too. Like, make a website for your business. Mm-hmm. It's really easy. Um, really, there's a low, you know, low barrier in terms of you know the financial commitment you have to make. I mean, if you're serious about your business, you can invest like a couple hundred bucks in building like a basic website. Later, you can build it out. But really, I mean, you have to have a website. And I know so many people who, you know, and they've they've done a great job networking and a great job building social following, but they don't have a damn website. And I, it's just such it's such a missed opportunity because you know they do get book sales and. Then, And in my head, I'm like, oh, you know, if you've been building your email list, you know, you're capturing leads, you're able to, you know, do interviews and stuff on your website, you know, getting those backlinks. I mean, like you would be selling, you know, thousands and thousands of copies of your book instead of, you know, maybe a hundred for your family and friends. You know, that's a game changer. So for me, you got to have a website. And like Adam said, just go with WordPress. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, just do it, just do it. No, like you said, but you're just nice and Just do it. Like, don't even, don't even, don't even think twice because you want, because then it becomes an asset and all that, and it. all that data, everything else. Like you want to think about, can you sell this business one day? How do you leverage? Yeah. It? How do you partner with people? Like they mm-hmm. see you on, they see you don't have a website or that you don't have, like, you get pro- approached quite often with people that want to do deals, that want to do this, that. And I'm like, and if you don't have a website, like how serious do you expect somebody else to take you? like that's exactly. just the way well, it is like how well, I, serious I tell do people you... this
1: yeah I tell people this all the time like when when someone googles you what do they see mm-hmm. and I can tell you when I first started working in marketing that when you googled me all of my college sports stats popped up when you googled me mm-hmm. right I was a college mm-hmm. athlete <laughs> so there's all these articles and and as a professional that's not what I what people needed to see but <laughs> more about my skills right um and now when you Google me, whether you Google, you know, Rachel Knoll or R.R. Knoll, R. which is the name that I publish poetry under, um, you're getting my website, you're getting all my social media channels, you're getting links to interviews that I've done. Like I have, you know, there's, you get to control what Google shows people and that's really empowering too. And if you want to take that step and whether you want to be a serious author, or a serious business owner, or whatever it is, like there are so many things that you can do to really take control of that narrative.
0: That's awesome. Um, mm-hmm. So let's see. I do want to um, spend a minute or two at the end of this um, talking a little bit about your podcast because I love okay. promoting and growing the other the podcast community. I'm excited about this. So first off, the amount of from an English professor, the amount of alliteration, of course, poems for people <laughs> podcast. I'm like, come on. Of course you would. You would, Rachel. I know we just met, but I'm just going to throw that out there. You would. Uh, I would. Absolutely. So, and you did. did. I'm sorry. You did. did. You did. Uh, so tell us a little bit more about your podcast and what people can expect because I definitely want my audience to go check it out
1: cool awesome so it's definitely a a creative podcast people find that it's really calming which I like but I interview people you know kind of all walks of life all industries um, all places and I sit down with them and and I always try to do interviews in person it's a really key part of it but um, I just kind of interview them about their lives like substantial things that have happened and then it, right in front of them on demand i write them a poem on my 1962 smith and corona typewriter
0: no yeah
1: it's yeah it takes me about a minute and a half to write the poem <gasps>
0: um
1: and the, I know, want the typewriter a poem. Sounds, yeah the typewriter sounds are pretty magical and then and then the guest reads the poem that i wrote for them at the end of each up. yeah so it's pretty cool it's it's definitely a human storytelling podcast um you know, again, as a poet, I get to, you know, interpret these stories and, and share them with people, and and it's really cool to see. I think it's really validating. We live in a world where we're not our stories aren't always listened to, so I think it's very validating for guests on the show to kind of hear their story encapsulated in a piece of art. And I can't tell you how many people, you know, they send me pictures, they got it on their fridge, and they frame it, and put it in their room, or uh, and it's a pretty magical thing. And uh, I'm a typewriter poet, so I, I do events and stuff. I I write poetry for people all the time. So I thought it would be cool to turn into a podcast.
0: Oh, my gosh. That's so cool. That is really, yeah, really cool. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, Rachel, um, I could talk to you about this all day long, and now I have FOMO. I'm like, I don't got pull FOMO, but I, we're going we're gonna to <laughs> uh-huh. end there. If somebody is listening to this, Rachel, and they want more information about RN Marketing Collective or about um, about anything else connecting with your work, I mm-hmm. mean, what's the best way for them to do that?
1: Uh, if you want to learn more about RN Marketing Collective, definitely go to www.rnmarketingcollective.com. You can definitely find a lot of resources there. Um, I'm really happy with our with our website. I think it, it really displays kind of exactly what we do and who we are. So if you can consider yourself a creative entrepreneur or you just have questions about what that is and what that means, definitely head to that website. Um, also, if you're interested in poetry or anything like that, you can follow me on Instagram. I write a poem every day. And you can find me... Um, the username at r r n o a l l and read some poems.
0: Fantastic. <laughs> what, what if you What if you would have been like, um, yeah? So we're working on the website, and after we talked about websites for yeah, yeah. interview, I'm just playing. What? <laughs> but, but on a serious note, maybe the listeners didn't have their pen out or they were fumbling around. What's the website one more time for them, please?
1: It is www.rnmarketingcollective.com. dot com.
0: Fantastic. And there's a contact Rich.
1: form. If you want to get a hold of me, feel free to ask me any questions. I'm happy to happy to talk to anyone who's trying to start their
0: business. Awesome. Well, Rachel, really appreciate you coming on the show today and sharing more about your background and, and turning creative passions into businesses. Um, so, thank you for that. And to the audience, as always, thank you for tuning in. Hope you got a lot of value out of this. If you did, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, uh, leave me a review in the Apple iTunes store. And if you're watching this on our YouTube channel, Mission Matters Marketing, definitely give us a subscribe there, but also leave us some comments on the video. Love to know what kind of projects and things that you're working on. And, Rachel, thanks again for coming on the show. Okay. Thank you, Adam. I appreciate it.